Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Grow Your Christian Business podcast. Today, we have another guest episode. I got the amazing opportunity to sit down with Amy Stout, a fellow redhead, which is not the most important thing, but um, if you, you know, if you have red hair, you know, you just know it's so much fun when you get to find other redheads out there in the world. Uh, but anyway, on to um, Amy's professional... <laughs> professional information. She is the founder and CEO of Abide, which is an outsourcing and consulting business for entrepreneurs. Her ultimate goal is to bring business owners peace through helping them create a plan for their business and supporting them as they execute it. She also enjoys connecting with her community as the host of the Peaceful Entrepreneur podcast. And it is peace that is the subject and the focus of our conversation today. We were talking specifically about social media um, and how to just, you know, operate our businesses with a little more peace and a lot less anxiety and stress because I don't know about you, but social media was a huge source of stress and anxiety for me. Um, If you listened to episode 88, you um, will know that I left Instagram recently because it just was not worth the mental anguish for me to be on that platform. So I just decided that I'm I'm done and I'm not going to be on that platform anymore. And so yeah, we had a conversation about um, how to use social media in a healthy way because a lot of us do enjoy these platforms. We want to be on them. Um, we don't want to just ditch them completely. So we talked about how to do that in a <laughs> in a healthy way um, and in a way that, you know, does bring us joy and doesn't overwhelm us and cause all this stress. So it is a really great conversation, really insightful. And so if you're someone that, you know, is feeling that um, you know, conflict of do I want to be on social media? Do I not want to be on social media? How do I stop it from overtaking my life? Because I want to be here for business, but I don't want to <laughs> be completely consumed by it. You're going to really enjoy this conversation. Amy has so many amazing, um, amazing insights and some wisdom to share about um, how to approach this. Um, I certainly learned so much from sitting down with her. Um, I'm taking some of those tips away and <laughs> implementing them in my own life as well. So um, yeah, I hope you enjoy this conversation. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Super quick before we jump into this conversation, um, like I said, I'm not on a lot of social media anymore, but I very much hang out in my Facebook community, Faith Filled Business. It is my, it's like the only place that I spend time on social media now. I love the community that we have over there. So if you're not already connected with me over there, I would, I would love to see you in there and say hello and get to know you and your business and see how I can help you in there. There's tons and tons of resources in there. You'll find um, links to all my free resources in there. The podcast catalog is in there. Um, So if you need to search up episodes, you can go check that out. Um, And, you know, we have a lot of fun over there. We have live trainings, workshops, so many things. I have guest speakers to educate you on, you know, tons of different areas of your your business, all from a 
faith-based perspective, which is what we're all here to do. So come over to the Faith-Filled Business community. You can find it either by searching Faith-Filled Business or going to um, facebook.com slash groups slash Sarah B community. Um, that's where you'll find it. Okay, so I would love to see you over there. It'll be so much fun. Now on to this conversation with Amy. Welcome, Amy, to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here and talk to you today. Yes, absolutely. So I wanted to get started by just having you unpack a little bit the name of your business, because we're here to talk about, you know, getting more peace in our businesses, navigating social media, all those things. But um, I'm just so curious about where like the, the names of your. So you've got this Abide brand and you've got the Peaceful Entrepreneur. Where did these things come about? How did that like how was that? What was that journey like for you? That is a great question. I love this question. And it's not one that I often get asked. So thank you, <laughs> because a lot of thought went into the names. <laughs> um, my I had like a kind of placeholder initial business name for the first year. And it was inspired by being a symbol of peace. So peace has been like central to my brand ever since the very first day. And after the first year, when my when my initial name was not really feeling right anymore to me, I kind of embarked on this journey of like, okay, what what's this new name? And like, this is going to be the name, right? So like, mm -hmm. what's it going to be? And I probably thought about it for like three months, maybe more. Yeah. Like, I really thought a lot, prayed a lot, talked to a bunch of people, mm -hmm. and... I knew that I wanted it to keep this theme of peace. Yeah. And I knew that it wanted, I wanted it to imply that I was a Christian without being cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm not going to be like solid rock social yeah. media management. I don't know. No judgment if that's the name of your business. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I well, it's got to so fit your overt. personality and who you are, right? Yes. If that's not exactly. true, it's not the right name. Yes. And part of me has always been like, I love plants. And so that was also part of the inspiration. And I cannot even tell you when the apps actual light bulb moment came to me. I don't remember exactly the moment, but when I landed on Abide, I was just like, yeah, that's yeah. it. Because it encompasses the plants because of John 15. Mm. Abide in me and I and you, the vine and the branches, all of those, that imagery. Mm -hmm. It also inspires peace because when we are abiding in the Lord, we will have the yeah. most ultimate form of peace that we can ever find. Yeah. And Christians will know that I'm, that is Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not really a word that you see often outside of Christian mm -hmm. circles. You d I guess you do because it's, it's a word, but. Yeah, if it's yeah. a word that you hear and you go, yeah, okay, that's that's biblical. I like that. <laughs> yes. And and more than anything, I kind of wanted it to be a prescriptive kind of something speaking over my business that mm -hmm. like it would remind me every day that I needed to abide in the Lord if I was going to see any sort of success. Yeah, I love in the that. business. Just like I know I needed that cuz I'm going to just run off and try and do my own thing. And so coming back to the Lord is so important. And so during my branding photo shoot, I did like a photo shoot or I did like a sh image with 
a vine coming over that passage in John 15. And I was like holding my Bible. Um, And so that's a really cool kind of picture of it. Yeah. Actual picture of it for me. And I have not looked back once since naming it Abide. Now, what comes after Abide has changed and (laughs) might change again. (laughs) Yeah. Because I can't make up my mind and business is ever evolving, right? Exactly. But Abide is there to stay. It's the core. Mm -hmm. It's there to stay. I love that so much. And then Peaceful Entrepreneur, also related to the peace thing, of course. (laughs) And I, I mean, if you had asked me two years ago if I would ever start a business podcast, I would literally have told you no, because I don't know what I would talk about. Like, I don't have enough to say. And another thing, just kind of the Lord dropping this topic on me Mm. of okay i've been practicing having peace in my day-to-day as an entrepreneur for two years Mm -hmm. i want to help other people figure out how to do that Mm. and so the concept of the peaceful entrepreneur started late last year late let's see late 2022 and I was back and forth for like two months, like, what's it going to be called? And then finally, it was just like, I don't need to overcomplicate this. I'm calling it the peaceful entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's one of those things. And I feel like you've got these two, like, I mean, I know that we're here to talk about social media, but like, let's just talk about branding for a second here because <laughs> yeah. it's so, it's so, especially like with my copywriter brain, I'm just like, ooh, names. I love it. I'm so interested in it. And you've got these two different names that encapsulate both kind of techniques of how you name things like one of the things is like especially when you're in doubt of what to call things and you're in the early stages going for simple is always going to be like a home run because people know what it is they can search for it easily they're not going to forget it it's super easy so peaceful entrepreneur is what it says on the tin there's no doubt about what that means and it's perfect and then on the other side of the spectrum you've got this beautiful name that's much more conceptual it's a bit more artsy in a way because it's not just like a descriptive name but it's a conceptual name but it's still something that people can relate to and so like you're kind of you've kind of captured both techniques for naming things just not even intentionally right but that's just the way that god led you and you've got these two different things so it's a really great example for people that are like oh what do i name my business if that's something that if that's the stage you're at it's like use these two as kind of examples right you can go for something that's very conceptual and bring in the themes the imagery all those things you can also just go for something super, super simple and have it be what it says, does what it says. People can search for it super easy. So I just wanted to take a moment to point that out because I think it's really important <laughs> and it's so cool. Yeah, that's super kind of you. I love that you pulled that out. I had never thought about it that way. So that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so one of the questions that I had just as you were talking me through all that is where is this the um focus of peace come from like for you and your business why has that become the thing for you that you're really leaning into and focusing in on and kind of you know painting the vision for expanding into the future yeah i think probably because i'm prone to the exact opposite <laughs> like i'm prone to just get really worked up or really stressed out or um I mean, yeah, really worked up or really stressed out mm-hmm. <laughs> over either like an acute situation or, I mean, in college, I looked at life as what's the next thing I have to go to. Mm. I was always in in one thing thinking about when I needed to be at the next. And that is not a way to live your life. No, no. Like, 
<laughs> contentedness and presentness is so valuable and so important. And my husband has actually been a huge part of that for me because he is in the moment mm. and he is really good at pulling me out of my head yeah. when I'm starting to spiral. And so he has always, since the very beginning of when we even were just friends, yeah. has been integral in that and just like bringing me down to earth. Yeah. And so I just know that about myself and I feel like I just have to intentionally fight it every day mm. to be content. And then also like when a stressful situation happens, how can I train my brain not to spiral? Yeah. And how can I train my brain to respond to this in a healthy way and not freak out? Mm -hmm. And I think that's very relatable to business owners because there's so many things that we could stress about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The list is and so <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's why the pod the podcast really is. Let's just break down one thing each episode. Yeah. And figure out how to reframe it. Mm -hmm. And because because it's like and I love that element of the podcast that it's like we're all in this together. I'm here having this conversation with this person at the same time you are mm -hmm. like I'm not teaching you anything special. Like we're just all here getting better. Yeah. Day at a time. And so I think that's why peace is so big is because I it's really important to me. I think I'm another piece of it is I am an idealist in my personality and in my worldview. And so I want something to be the best that it can possibly be. Yeah. And so in my in my opinion, in my feeling, you know, as I feel it's being peaceful and mm -hmm. being content and being present is. Ideal yeah. so for a way of life. Yeah. So it's what I chase in personal life and it's what I chase in business. And it's kind of just overflows right yeah. into wanting that for my clients and wanting that for the people who are listening to the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. And isn't it just so funny as well that the things that we often get called to teach or to mentor in or to do are sometimes the things that we've then had to go struggle through ourselves. Like, Absolutely. It's so it's such a pattern in just like yes. Bible in many Christians lives it's such a common thread that the struggle that you have had or that you are currently having might just be the thing that in the future you get to help other people break through which is just yes kind of frustrating but also very cool at the same time yeah it's not like it it's not that helping other people is why you suffer but yeah. helping other people does bring a purpose to the pain exactly. and the struggle that you yeah, go through exactly. yeah yeah it's always a good thing to remind myself as well especially in some of the frustrations that like I'm even having now it's like well you know like we're first of all we're gonna figure a way through it it's okay if, like it's frustrating or there's a struggle right now it's okay first of all mm -hmm. take a deep breath but second mm -hmm. of all I start I'm now in that mindset of like wow well maybe in a few years this could be something I can help people with like I'm gonna figure this out I'm gonna get resourceful I'm gonna get the help that I need whatever you know whatever scenario it is but maybe this is something I get to turn around and help people with in the future maybe not maybe that's not the direction I go but it's a good way to think about it because it helps you be much more optimistic, which I think is such an important part of going through that struggle. Very true. Very true. All right. On to, I was like a total sidetrack, but that's okay. It was a great discussion. I love the sidetrack. What I wanted to talk to you mostly about today was um, this idea of how do we find peace throughout navigating social media? Because Social media is a headache. It's horrible a lot of the time. There's so much good about it, but there's also so much stress, so much negativity, so much that is not good about it. And it's really hard to, you can't separate those things very easily because it's one platform. You can't, you have to take the bad with the good. So like, 
I, I, I'm just excited to have this conversation about like, how do we navigate that? How do we have this healthy relationship with social media? Um, because a lot of people have different like ways to deal with it and different perspectives. And so I'm super curious to hear yours. Because my perspective was like, I'm just getting rid of all the platforms that I hate, which is which is, is one so very valid. valid way to do it. Right. So, I mean, and over the last few years, I feel like every every now and again, like I used to be on pretty much every platform. And now I'm basically I, I have Facebook and I occasionally go on Instagram because my husband likes to send me like memes or videos or cat like cat videos on there all the time. And he's like, why are you never check your Instagram? I was like, I'm not on Instagram anymore. Send them to WhatsApp or something instead. But it's like. That's the only thing I go on Instagram for every now and again now. But I'm, I'm just all Facebook. Um, I used to be on everything and it was awful. I was so angry all of the time. And I'm like, I would just wake up angry and I'd go to bed angry and I couldn't sleep. I'm like, what is wrong with me? It's social media. And I had to just be like, okay, we're getting off of the platform that's causing the stress. We're getting off the platform. So that's one way to do it. But on the flip side of it, we do need to sometimes we do need to use social media. It's a great tool in our business. So how let's get into this, like this how like. What is your experience with how we can show up on social media without it getting to this point of being just like angry and filled with rage all of the time (laughs) or stress or like negativity, the comparison game, all these negative emotions? How do we keep ourselves from going into that minefield? Yeah, that's a loaded question, but I (laughs) am excited to unpack it Yeah, because I have a lot of thoughts Um, and yeah, it is. It's a beast. Social media is a beast. And if we don't take control of it, it's going to take control of us. Mm-hmm. And so I think the first thing is setting our mindset correctly towards social media and towards how we think about it and what purpose it serves mm. and how we're going to use it. Like, I yeah. think if we if we don't go in with any intentionality, it literally is just going to like do yeah. its thing and take over our brain because like literally actually take over our brain yeah which is kind of scary yeah <laughs> um but i'm saying it in those words yeah but i mean with all of the neuropathways and hormones and just like different responses that happen when we see certain things on social media mm-hmm. i mean it's true it really can reprogram us yeah and so i think the first the first thing, the, the, the concept that I've been working on is like viewing social media. Like, what is it? Mm. Is it entertainment to you? Is it a networking platform? Is it a tool for lead generation? Like, what is it? If it is mm. it just a distraction? Yeah. <laughs> like, and be honest with sure. yourself. Yeah. Like, what actually is it to you? And that could even break down per platform like tiktok could be one thing and facebook could be another and instagram could be another yeah so but i think recognizing taking the step to recognize what purpose it's serving and then asking like am i okay with that purpose or does that need to change (laughs) is kind of the first step because an example for me tiktok was my entertainment platform for three years yeah and it was nothing else. I actually kind of refused to do business stuff on it because I was like, I want to keep this purely entertainment. Right. And it didn't like drastically, horribly affect me, but I did cut it earlier this year after mm-hmm. three years. And I have read 32 books so far this year. Wow. <laughs> like, I've just, I feel like I spend my time 
so much better. And I'm still reading fiction. I'm still reading entertainment. I'm not reading anything like fancy. But I think the biggest thing that has been a benefit to me is my attention span has been reclaimed. Yes. And I'm not constantly looking for that next dopamine hit. Mm. So that was part of taking back the control for me was was healing my attention span. And so that that's a whole nother rabbit trail. I was just listening to a podcast episode yeah. yesterday, day before, about about attention spans. And and I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like I I'm not a big social media user, but I am very distractible on there. And it's so bad. And I was just like having a bit of self-reflection. I'm like, I do spend so much of my day. Like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? I don't even have most notifications on on my phone already, but I'm still just like, what's here? Gotta go check the thing. And it's like, no, we don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I've a, started, it's a work in progress though, right? It but is. I just... started literally putting my phone in the other room. So I'm mm. not tempted. I'll, we'll get into boundaries. I have a whole thing on yeah. boundaries, but oh, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna talk about this other stuff first. But yeah, I have literally just have to separate myself or it will be in the back of your mind. Like, what? Do I, what's happening? Do I need to check it? Yeah. And one of the most important realizations that I've had that I that I've found I've only just come into like like process this. So we'll see how it unfolds for my habits. But like people are getting paid millions of dollars to keep you stuck on these platforms. And that's their yeah. job. Right. And I feel like just having that mindset of like this platform is great and it is positive, but it is designed to keep you stuck for hours and hours and hours so that they can get ad revenue. And just being aware of that can help you transition into those more intentional behaviors because you can say, okay, that's fine. Like you're saying, if you want that to be your entertainment, like I spend a lot of time on YouTube. That's like my primary form of entertainment. And I'm not going to give that up because I love it. I learn things. It's like a TV show. You know, I that's my way to unwind. But, you know, I know that I'm going to get about three ads every time I watch a video and then I start another video and I'm going to get ads. And that's just something that you have to accept and just be like mentally aware of that that's just part of that platform and part of the way it works and so even just understanding that a little bit for all these other platforms knowing that like you don't need to get into like the 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 depths of how they work right but knowing that you're on Facebook you're going to get ads you're on TikTok a lot of that is ads like and that's that's the design and that's the purpose and that's okay but being consciously aware of the platform's function helps you can help you I guess like develop the right relationship with it that's really good yes and so like we could look at its function in terms of like how it's been created mm-hmm. and then we can look at its function in terms of how we're going to use it. Right. So mm-hmm. for me, for example, Facebook, I really look at more as like a network. It's more of a networking platform. Yeah. And Instagram is a networking platform and a lead generation tool to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I hardly look at personal Instagram anymore at all. I really just, I'm like, I just want to live in my life in this moment. (laughs) So I don't need to be looking at other people's. And if I really care, I'll text them. Like, you know what I mean? Like the people that are really important, you're going to be in contact with outside of social media. And, but yeah, having that reframe of like, I'm getting on this for the purpose of using it as lead generation Mm. is so helpful instead of just like, getting on it for a distraction from work which when I do that I end up getting myself even more stressed yeah I see what other people are doing and I get in the comparison spiral yes that comparison spiral (laughs) yeah so I think setting the intention of how you use it and then setting the intent like once you've got the intention of like what it's used for 
then you can get into the how. Mm. And that's where the boundaries come in and the structure. And this is where like some people who don't like structure might not like this part of the conversation. But it's my argument is it's actually more freeing mm. than binding, even though it seems binding initially. And so thoughts, thoughts around this. Okay, there's boundaries just regarding your phone, period. And then there's yeah. reg- boundaries regarding when you're actually on the apps. So to talk about the phone thing, like yeah. when I need to get some good work done, I will put my phone physically in another room, mm-hmm. like around the other side of the bed. So you have to like walk around to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you said, Sarah, cutting out all of the p- push notifications from any social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also set downtime on my phone. So I, and oh, piece of this is I don't have, I only have two work apps on my phone. Um, Voxer, which is a text and voice communication app. That's just, the interface is easier to use on a phone than it is on a computer. Yeah. And then Instagram, same way. It's easier to use on a phone and I don't have a separate work phone at this time. I probably will sometime in the future, but those two apps are the only work apps on my phone and I set downtime. Now this is just for iPhones, but I'm sure there's a version of it for other phones, but it automatically at 5 PM every single day turns off my work apps. Interesting. So it just, it just puts like a gray film over the app. And when you open it, it has the little time limit thing on there. And so you have to go through an ex that extra step to get on there. And for me, because I don't want to go on my work app, that's enough for me to be like, oh, wait, I just clicked on this out of habit. Like, I don't actually want to go here. I'm going to click out. That's a really interesting. I'm glad that there's those kinds of developments being made for phones now because it's a nice recognition that people want to be back in control of things and don't want to dictate to to these things. And I need to go explore that. I have an iPhone now, so I'm like, I'm going to go check that out because I had had no doubt that was a feature. That's very yes. cool. It's really cool. If you go into your settings, it's under screen time. Okay. I will. I'm going to explore that later today. And then you'll see downtime. And you can like choose which apps you want to disappear. So my Voxer, my Instagram, and also my Gmail, even though it's just my personal email, I have that gray out. And so I can't see the little red notification thing mm-hmm. anymore. So it's not just like hanging over my head because I don't like to have the red thing. Yeah. So... <laughs> Those are such Um, good tips. I love that for because, yeah, it's like a lot of times you think that you can just, you know, you can make the intention yourself and say, I'm not going to go on these apps. I'm not going to do these things. But you're right. Habit really does kick in when you've been doing something for like how long have these apps been around now? 10, 15 years. Like that's how long some of I've got Facebook memories that are like 14 years old. So I know I've been on there for a long time. You have this massive habit built in that it's you can't just snap your fingers and it's done. You have to retrain yourself. And sometimes, like maybe one day you won't need those tools, but if you are trying to intentionally change your social media habits, then having any sort of tool, whether it's like you're saying, putting the phone away, having some sort of downtime or Android equivalent, whatever, if there's those kinds of things on other phones or, you know, sometimes people just say they delete the apps and then reinstall them on Monday morning. I know that's something that people have done as well. Um, You're allowed to have the training wheels if you need the training wheels, you know. Yeah, I also kind of think of it as a system. Like, if you can systematize it and then you don't have to think about it anymore, I mean, yes. go for it. Yes. You're making your own life easier. So Anything that can be automated should be automated. That is yeah. 
Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So every evening and every week, like the whole day on the weekends, it's off. Nice. And so I'm not getting any notifications. Now, if my contractors and my clients want to talk on Voxer, they can do that to their heart's content. Mm -hmm. I will not see it till Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knows that. Yeah. So and I think just a quick note on that is if you're going to set the boundaries, just make sure you communicate them to yeah. anybody who would be important to know. Because mm -hmm. um, when I set my boundaries ahead of time and I just tell a client when they're coming on, like, hey, I work normal work hours, nine to five, Monday through Friday then they just know and the precedent is set and it's a lot yeah. easier to do it that way than like six months down the line to be like oh by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I love that you bring that up as well though because it is a, it's a question that a lot of people like have that they struggle with it's like how do I have these boundaries with clients as well like how do like they just want to work all the time how do I not work all the time like well you just tell them you just communicate to them like well what if they drop me as a client they're Chances are they're you probably, don't want them anyways. Probably not exactly, but like if they're the kind of client where you don't respond at 10 p.m. and that makes them upset, they can go find someone else to work with because that's not healthy. <laughs> Run away. Yeah, I literally have it on my list to record an episode on my podcast for client red flags. Yeah, and that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I mean, I've been, I've been working with clients for over three years and I don't think I've ever had a client actually do that. Like it's going to be a very rare person or company that behaves like that. So most people are like, yeah, actually that makes sense. Of course you don't want to work in the evenings. Duh. I don't want to either. I just do because I'm busy or I don't have good boundaries, you know, like, mm -hmm. like it's okay. So you can be firm with those boundaries. I will say too, my favorite response if there's pushback is. I will serve you better if I'm able to take some time to re like to recuperate mm -hmm. and rest. Yeah. So it's like it's actually in your best interest for me to take this off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as far as boundaries on the app itself, I kind of think about this more in terms of well, of course, who you're following. Yeah. And who you're what kind of content you're allowing to come into your mind if you're not being uplifted. Or if you notice yourself getting into a comparison spiral with a certain account, go ahead and just mute or unfollow. Mm -hmm. So be intentional about what you're letting in. And then also like when you're letting it in. Yeah. Because for me, like I mentioned earlier, if I'm checking Instagram in the middle of work, that's not a good time for me to be doing that. It's just going to stress me out, like I said. But it's drastically different if I take the first part of my workday or the last part of my workday when I don't have anything else hanging over my head that needs to be done. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to get on here to get on here and engage. Mm -hmm. I have so much fun. Because I found people that I love to consume their content. Yeah. And I have found certain ways that I enjoy putting out content. So it's like it can be fun in the right place in the right yeah. context so again you could be as rigid or as not rigid as you want with it you know mm -hmm. i don't really have any specific rules on it for myself but i've just realized that about myself so mm -hmm. i try to just get on when i'm going to be in a good headspace about yeah. it so. yeah and and not doing it when you're and I get like setting those boundaries as well means that you're not then like in the middle of a project and then suddenly like, oh, I'll just take five minute break to check Instagram. And then you wait, you end up like 45 minutes later and you're like, oh, that project's not done either. Because that was my biggest culprit that I've had to be much better about is like, oh, I'll just take a quick 
five minute brain break. Let's just scroll Facebook. Facebook's not a brain break. That's not that's not how that works. And I have to, to like teach myself that's not a break. A break is getting up, going to reheat the coffee or make new coffee or, you know, going outside, doing anything mm-hmm. else that isn't on a on a screen or on a phone. So that's something I really had to get strict with myself about because I was so guilty of it. It's like, oh, quick, quick break. And then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, oh, still scroll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So those are kind of, those are the f- initial boundaries and mindsets that come to mind. Mm. But I mean, I think we could get deeper into it, but kind of you let me know what direction you want well, to go. That's been so far. I feel like that's been so good and so helpful for just laying it out and giving people some options and things to think about with their relationships with social media because everyone's going to be in a different place you know some people that listen to podcasts I imagine you love social media some of you hate it because I <laughs> and so, some of you are like me you're like we use little bits of it and not others and so I think this is just a really great way to just evaluate like we were talking about at the beginning like what are what are we going on these platforms for what are these platforms doing to us like let's just take a minute to acknowledge that so we can work out how to like be more cognizant of it and navigate it and put those boundaries in place to prevent us from going too far down into the rabbit hole or whatever. And then just the uh, the only other thing that I would add on that just complements some of the things that we're saying is just help, like taking some time to notice how social media is making you feel. Um, because, and yeah, because like if you're on that platform and you may say, well, I love being on this platform, but if it's not making you feel good, then you probably shouldn't be on there. Like I, I used to say that about Twitter. I was like, I used to love, I used to love being on Twitter. It's like, oh, Twitter's the best. I, I love Twitter. But I was saying I would get so angry. Like every time that I'm on Twitter, I would just be like raging all the time, sending things to my husband. Like, can you believe what they're saying about this? And it was like, I, I just couldn't sleep. It's like, no, this is that we just need to get rid of. Like, that's a boundary I needed to have. I was like, I cannot have healthy time on this app. So I just need to get off of this app. And I'm like, oh, way less stress, way more peaceful for me. And people like build their whole businesses on Twitter. And that's just their thing. And they because they could they have a different stress tolerance. Maybe they're better at it. You know, whatever it is, we're all different. But some people love that app. And so just noticing like how those apps are making you feel as well is super important when you're evaluating how you want to use them, because you may want to be there. But if you can't be there healthily, then maybe you shouldn't. And then in the same same token, like if you are on a platform and you can manage your time and you're not feeling like you want to like break down every time you spend time on there, then you don't need to cut social media out, right? It's just evaluating what works for you and what is not working for you. Absolutely. I agree with that completely. And I wanted to even just circle it back to where we were at the very beginning. You don't have to be on every single platform. Oh, yeah. It kind of goes right along with what you're saying right now. Like, be on the platform that feels most authentic to you and is the best match to getting your specific message out into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And any that aren't fitting into that, you don't have to be on. Like, just permission. You don't have yeah. to be there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You I- will do fine. You'll actually probably do better if you focus and do one really well than if you do three mediocre. Exactly. Yeah. And, and people will get this fear of, well, my my ideal clients are on all these platforms. Like, yeah, but you can't be on all platforms unless you have a team to help you because you just can't. You would be spending like more than 24 hours a day to be successful on all of those platforms. So just scale it back and do one thing really, really well. And when you're at the place in your business where you've got a team, you've got support, you've got all these like foundational things that are automated and in place and you don't need to worry about those pieces. Sure. Add more platforms and do whatever you want. Like at that point, if you've got a team, you can do whatever you want to do. 
but people see these like much more advanced companies on all of these platforms. And they're like, oh, they're doing reels every day. They're doing carousels every day. They're on their stories all the time. They're also posting on Facebook. They're also on Twitter. They're doing all these things. Like, yes, but that individual that you're following is not doing all of that. They might yeah. not be doing any of that except showing up for like an hour a week to provide their face and everything else is hands off, right? Like you don't know what's happening on the other side of the camera for people. So like, and as you're saying, if those people, if you follow those people and it's really stressing you out, mute them for like a month and just, just give yourself a clean headspace. You can come back to them later. I had to do that with a lot of accounts where I was just getting so, I'd be like jealous. I'd be like, oh, I just want to have that account. I don't need it. It's fine. I'm not going to miss you. You're certainly not going to miss me. You don't know who I am. Like, fine. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> if you're spending time focusing on like what you wish you had, then you're missing time that you could be spending getting there <laughs> like and working building, on it and building you know? your own thing yeah it's gonna be its own beautiful thing right like van i mean like with this podcast have come into the world so much sooner if i had just decided i was gonna do my thing rather than trying to do all of these other people's things like you know that's the kind of thing like don't have the regrets about those decisions but that's the kind of thing where, where if you're spending all this time trying to build someone else's business <laughs> instead of building the one that makes sense for you that's a lot of wasted time and a lot of potentially missed opportunities and a lot of frustration that didn't need to be had. Whereas doing the thing that makes sense to you, it's still going to have its challenges, right? But it's going to be, it's going to feel good. Like deep down, you're going to know, yeah, this feels good. I'm not like dreading showing up like, like I would if I had to do, like I used to do reels. And I, I'd be like, I love reels. No, I hate reels. And I would dread doing them and then I would do them and it would take me like four times as long as other people would say it takes, but it's because I'm terrible at them, right? And it would just take me so long to produce one reel. I'm like, great, like six people watched it as well. What is even the point? But now I'm like, wow, I just love showing up to my podcast. I look forward to my podcast days because I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I've got my coffee. I've like gone for a walk. I'm just like ready to go. And I just talk <laughs> for like three hours and it's just like, it's exhausting and it's tiring, but I'm like, oh, I love it. I feel so good about yeah. that. You know, that's how you want to feel. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. And that's so that's the piece, like coming back to the whole purpose of this. That's where the peace comes from. You're not the peace isn't like everything is easy breezy, but the peace is this makes sense. I can do this. Yeah. This feels good. This is it feels relaxing. Sometimes it doesn't feel like you're trying to put on a mask or force yourself into like a weird box that doesn't fit you. That's where the peace in your business comes from. It's like this is this is me. These are my gifts. These are my talents. These are my skills. This is how they work. This is what I'm going to use them for. Yes. You just take a deep breath. And that's yes. how it all comes together. Yeah, absolutely right. I, have you heard of Amanda Warfield? I don't think so, no. She's an author. She's also a podcast host, but she just came out with a book that I think you'll love. It's called Chasing Simple Marketing. Ooh, and it is. I would love it. Yeah, you'll, you will love it. Um, it. I'm part of her launch team, so it's like on pre-order right now, but mine actually came in. I pre-ordered it and it already came in. Um, make myself and so it is great because like like the title is Simplifies Things. Yeah. And it also, like she is speaking from a tone and a point of view of like a friend coming alongside you and walking you through it mm -hmm. rather than this like someone coming above you and being like, you should do this and that and this and that. And like, you'll never feel, you feel like you can never like catch up and measure up. You don't mm -hmm. feel like that when you're reading this book. And it was so nice. So just a little extra resource. Yeah, very cool. Jason. Yeah, well, I'll go find a link for it. We can put it in the show notes for people if yeah. they're interested as well. Um, wow. Well, 
Speaking of resources as well, let's wrap up with, you've got um, a pretty cool sounding resource for people to get, which is the business brain dump freebie. So I would love to hear more about this because I'm super curious. <laughs> yes, this is my, it kind of is the beginning of like my mindset coaching type vibe. And I think I even came, I definitely came out with it before I came out with a peaceful entrepreneur. <laughs> I came out with it for abide, but it is basically a what you need to think about before starting your business worksheet. Mm. And so for somebody who is at the beginning stage of their business or in a transition stage yeah, and they're rethinking things, it has reflection questions and a space to write out your answers of like the core foundational pieces that you need to have in place. And then I also have two resource lists on the last page of things that you like, kind of like checklists. Mm -hmm. One is a logistics checklist. So it's everything that you need to put in place, like LLC, bank account, like all those, all those little things that you just forget about. Yeah. Yeah. So I just put it all in one place. And then I also have a list of marketing strategy, like marketing outlets so nice. it's like Very social cool. e- media, email marketing, like it just is a list about of about 15. And that one's more like take what you need, leave what you don't. But yeah. here's some ideas. I love it. And so it's kind of double. It's like it's helpful because it's got the practical, but it's also got the mindset piece. Yes, that sounds awesome. So we will have that linked as well. So if you're feeling like that sounds like the best thing ever, go grab that. It's free, <laughs> right? It's free. I'm not it just free. out of my butt. It's free. <laughs> Go grab that and um, yeah, let it get you started on a transition or in those early days where you're just trying to figure out all the basics because so much to think about. There's it so gives you much. Like a, a yeah. One way to go. <laughs> Amazing. That sounds so helpful. Well, where can people come hang out with you, Amy, if they want to hear more, read more, listen more, all those things? Where can they find yes, you? Yes. The Peaceful Entrepreneur, everything. So at The Peaceful Entrepreneur on Instagram, I hang out there a lot. And the Peaceful Entrepreneur podcast, we have episodes every week. And I have most episodes are I sit down with another entrepreneur and we tackle, like I said, like one topic that's Mm -hmm. tough. So a couple of the most recent ones is like how to think about money and like pitching yourself and how to price yourself and all this stuff. And then the one coming out um, most recently to when we're recording this is someone who turned her hobby into her business and we talked about that concept of like how do you do that and then like what hobbies do you have left and like stuff like that so um I'm trying to think of other we talked about like the importance of community as an entrepreneur healthy habits to have as an entrepreneur the common like mental struggles that we go through when it comes to burnout comparison Mm -hmm. all those things so like it's a very real podcast it was just yeah. like a conversation and um i really really love it so would love to have you join me on those places and if you want to learn more about my business it's abidewithpeace.com and at abidewithpeace on instagram perfect sounds amazing well thank you so much for sharing all of this wisdom and advice about boundaries and social media and how to just find that more peaceful way of operating our business and more healthy approach to just being on these platforms that are great but also designed to just suck the life out of us sometimes <laughs> absolutely you can have control you just take some intentionality exactly well thank you so much amy this has been such a great conversation yes thank you sarah it's great to talk to you again
this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.